gorgeous listeners, welcome back to Throwing Shade with Miriam and Alan. Alan, Baruch Hashem. Amen. Yay. All right, everybody. So I am so irritated because mm-hmm. in our last episode, Alan, you teased and hinted at what sounds like a very cool story about a mazik being excommunicated and then deemed uh, deemed us unworthy of hearing the actual story so That's it is now your jo- <laughs> it is now your job to redeem yourself and tell said story so that we can talk about this excommunicated demon okay i believe what i said was <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell the story in a subsequent episode yeah and then you hounded me for the week <laughs> so that we could tell it in this episode i would never do that right. okay tell the story now okay Immediately, <laughs> if not sooner. Again, this is, okay, this is again <laughs> from Masechus uh, Kulin, Daf Kufhei Amud Beis, page 105, leaf 2. Of the Talmudic tractate of Chulin. Of Chulin. Great. Um, and it's part of a series of lists from Abaya, Abaya being one of the Babylonian sages mm-hmm. li- uh, from the Gemara t- period, um, wherein he is listing off the things that he was mistaken about. He thought something, yeah, but that was erroneous. And now there's a second thing that is a, uh, uh, an additional interpretation, and he's clarifying all that. So he's listing stuff he was wrong about, right? And then saying what's right. Then, then te- teaching what's what's the what's a, an additional interpretation, right? Or, but you know. he's using his own his own mistakes and and taking this very humble approach. And doing a listicle of top ten things <laughs> I was <laughs> I was most wrong about. Sure. Mad props to Abaya. That's big of him. Okay. Okay. Um, so and it has to do with demons, which is even better. Right. And and actually, on this particular daf, there are three distinct stories related to Shadim. I hope to come back to this stuff later in other episodes, but uh, this is the the middle one. Okay. Okay. Do the thing. Um Vamarabaya. Marziva Mishum Shaifrim. I used to think hmm. that you don't sit underneath the drain pipes because of the things coming out of the drain, the various right. w- liquids. Right. Uh water and what a fool was I in my youth when I thought that sitting under a drain was just because there's gross stuff coming out of the drain. Right. Boy, was I wrong. Right. And then also just a, a, a side note, you mentioned gross stuff. Um, so this is a time and a place when people didn't necessarily live in their homes, mm-hmm. climate and other things um, were, would be reasons for that. They tended to live in the courtyards and also on the rooftops. Right. So really helpful to know the architecture of rabbinic times, actually. Yeah. Well, more than you would think. Yeah. Right. Um, And so they would uh, the 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 water and other refuse that would be coming from these drain pipes. Yeah. Would be excrements in some cases. Yeah. You know, that's. But that's not why you don't sit under those drain pipes. (laughs) Clearly, there must be some other reason. Well, enlighten us, Abaye and Alan. Right. So it's not the I think what Abai is trying to get at is it's not about grossness. Right. It's about something worse. It's danger. Mm, really. Indeed. So because what's what's he say? Amarli Mar. Mar in this case is Marbar of Ashi. Marbar Ashi told me Mishum Tishriche Mazikin because that is where Mazikin hang out. That's their jam. You know, to each their own. Once again, Mazikin being one of the casts of the Shadim. Right. 
Okay, so these particularly harmful shading hang out under the drain pipes. Don't want to just go hang out down there. Right. Um, Noted. And by down, I really mean ground level. Like. Um, okay. Right. Got it. Um, so it's it's an easy mistake to make. But then the Gemara launches into the following story. Yes, the story. Okay. okay. Do the story. Hinehu shkule tahavu daru chavite dechamra. There are these two porters. And they're carrying, they're schlepping a big barrel of old wine. Mm, blue bottle. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they decided they needed to rest. They rested underneath a one of these drain pipes. Yeah, that sounds like this can only end in tears. Right. So, of course, a shade, a uh, mazik was hanging out under, uh, over there. Yeah. Paka, I say. Um... And the, the it burst the barrel. It exploded well, the, the barrel. barrel. Okay, good. Of the I wine. mean, not good. That's really that was mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just for no reason. I suppose it is a mazik. Well, we'll get to that. Hold on. Okay. Um. Uh, the the Marbara of Ashi. So these two porters they go to Marbara of Ashi. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's who's a sage who's got the ability to um, render a judgment in okay. this case, and they say we need our money back. We lost all this money as a result of the, the yeah barrel. damages this little this little mazik owes us right and so what should we do can how do we get our money they go to him and they they, they ask for some help mm. okay so what does Mabravashi do afik shipure um, shamta shamte so the so uh, so yes yeah, so this is what we referenced in the last episode. He takes out shifres, mm. and the point of him bringing out these shifres is to either a call the shade, the mazik to the base dean, mm. or to um, the you know he he, he calls the the mazik in the in the normal way, and the mazik doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. So in that case, he uh, brings brings out the shifres in order to excommunicate the shade to put him in cherem. Okay, I'm just going to put a pin in your comment of pulls out, like, like calls the shade in the normal way, because <laughs> um, oh, that's right. fascinating. You, you send, a, send a messenger, send a summons of some kind oh, oh. to the shade, to, the, to a human, and in in if somebody is called to base dean, that's the, uh, yeah. Great. Okay, so you text the demon and say, show up, <laughs> and then they, they ghost you. Okay, so um, great. <laughs> but, okay, so shofars in our, in our shofar episode were more about kind of... Uh, clearing the way in order to do a mitzvah, and here they're being used a little bit differently in the more sort of calling and luring sense. Right. Potentially. Well, yes, and this is a different context and things to keep in mind, but yeah. Okay. Um, um, but in, any, in either case, it works. Mm-hmm. The, the shade shows up. Okay. At the, as a result oh. of this. Amarle, um, mm-hmm. so Maharavashi says to the shade, mm. Listen, shade. Right. Amai tavid hachi. Why did you do this? <laughs> Why did you break the, the 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 barrel of wine? Yeah. Right. Um. Uh. Amai tavid hachi. Right. Um. Amarle. So he responds. Veduchta deshaychi. Wait. No, I missed the line. Hold on. Um, <gasps> Let's take a break. Okay. Fine. Okay, we've got the Law and Order theme going in the background. We have a dramatic courtroom scene. We have 
the uh, the 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 perpetrator being questioned sternly, and the the <laughs> demon, <laughs> yeah, the mazik comes back and says, "What's his reasoning? Why did he do it?" Okay, right. <clears throat> so he says, um, Right? He says, I was sleeping under the drain pipe. Yeah. They came and they put this barrel on my ear. I had no choice. Oh. I had to explode the barrel. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, oh. uh, so, in other words, what were they doing on my turf? Mm, on I his was, ear. On, yeah. Or her. We don't know the gender of this demon, right? Right. Um, wait, but there's more. I love that they're making this shade into this Mazik rather into like a little bit of a sympathetic character. Like he's got a little bit of a case there, right? Well, hold on. Listen to what Maravashi says. Yeah. So he responds. Uh, again, I lost the spot. Hold on. Um, uh, you're so do interesting do to look do at, do Miriam. Do I can't. Do Right. Um, bow, 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 bow. Ah, right, okay. Amarle, as beduchta, beduchta, the My. Right. So, no, no, no. You're in the wrong here. What are you doing in a place where people just are walking? In other words, telling oh. the shade, you can't just be here. This is a normal place for people to be hanging oh. out. Uh huh. Right? Hmm. Um. And the plot thickens. Um, right. So it says, yeah, it says, uh, my, my vice, Atu Dashani's zeal. Dashani's, you're the one who, who's doing the wrong thing, the unusual thing. Zeal Shlim, you pay up. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So he says, Amarle, so there's the shade response. Hashtanami, Likpa, Lik, Hashtanami Likpali, Marzimna, Vapra. Right. So in other words, um, uh, OK, so fine. So give me a time, a deadline to pay up and I'll pay up. Oh, right? OK. I like this. This Mazik's looking for accountability. Right. I appreciate that in Mazik. So what does Marbaravashi do? Kavale Zimna. He sets a deadline. Kimata Zimna. Comes the deadline. Iakev. He's late. He doesn't pay up. OK. <laughs> Um, so no one saw this coming. <laughs> no one. <laughs> Wait. So Kiyasa, um, when he finally does show up, mm-hmm. Amarle, he says the shade, the Mazik says to Marvavashi. No, sorry. Marvavashi says to the shade, Amailoi Asis Bizimanech. Why didn't you come and pay up at the right time? Yeah, dude. Amarle, those, the shade responds, Kol Mili Ditsayer, everything that is sealed, I'm sorry, uh, like wrapped. Vechasim and sealed, vechayil and and uh, um, uh, sort of like uh, uh, not uh, not like counted, but something like um, I can't it, it, I, I can't translate it exactly. It came up in a different part of the, of a different of that earlier in the daf, umani um, and everything that's counted. Leislan uh, reshusa. We don't lemashkel mine. We we don't have um, any. We shadim don't have any permission to do anything with that with things of in in those in those forms. So in other words, anything anything that's, that's wrapped or wrapped counted, sealed, or sealed counted right. Um, that seems highly measured. Arbitrary. Measured. Chayil is like measured. Oh. Right. Okay. Um, I knew I'd remember it. Okay. So um, what were you gonna say? 
So wrapped, sealed, measured, Mazikin have nothing to do with it. Not their problem. They can't touch it. They don't have any any permission to go near it, to, to do anything with it. Huh. Um, They're not accountants. They don't work in retail. Ad, okay. right. Ad, de mashkinin midei de hafkra. Until it becomes hefker, that is ownerless. Right? Okay. So, vama. Uh, so in other words, that's why it it, um, it took so long to uh, for for the shade to get the money. He couldn't just steal it if unless it was oh, ownerless. He's like going around picking up coins off the yeah off the sidewalk. Right. In order to pay off this these damages. Wow. Okay. That's why that's why it didn't return in time. Huh. That's that's the end of that story. So, but, okay, does he get excommunicated? Um, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, it, you, like I said earlier, with the Shifris, it would seem that since we know, and we talked about this in the last episode as well, since we know that Shifris are used for excommunication, and um, so uh, either Marber of Ashi knew something about Shadim or this particular shade or whatever, that a Shifer mm-hmm. would call the shade to the base dean, mm-hmm. or this is, which would seem more likely since we know that shade were used for excommunication, as I just said, the shade didn't show up, and as a no, result... No, that shofars are used for excommunication. Shofar, sorry, what did I say? Shading? Shading. Sorry, no. Which would be way cooler, but <laughs> no, it's no, wrong. No. Yeah, okay. Um, sorry. But yeah, they, uh, uh, they would have uh, used it... Um, uh, f- he would have used it to put the shade in Cherem uh, as so a result, of, as like result of, not, of not showing up for Beistin, which so can So it's happen. like an alternate ending? Meaning what? Because the shade ends up showing up and then not paying on time and then paying later and offering this explanation of like, oh, we actually have this rule that I needed to adhere to that made it take a long time. But the shofar piece is in the middle of the story. So that's sort oh. of one possible way that that interaction could have branched off and then they play out another version? Yeah, maybe. I don't know the answer. Oh. I mean, um, uh, I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> very creative of you. I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, I, sort of, I sort of understood it when I learned it the, at first as um, uh, regardless of whether he's put in harem or not, Ba- you know, judgment still needs to be rendered. The, mm-hmm. the, 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 the payment still needs to happen. Basting still needs to go on. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, the threat of excommunication is a big deterrence mm. against not coming mm. okay. to Basting. Okay. I buy that. Right? Huh. But ultimately, the mazik makes good. That's, that's true. It's a story about Shuva. Sure. Right. Although, remember, from his perspective, from, or from her perspective, whatever, the Shade's perspective. Um, the Mazik doesn't think they did any, anything wrong. He was, it's, it's his territory. Right. Abaya would seem to agree with that. Remember, from the beginning of the story, Abaya says, I used to think you don't sit under there because oh, of the yeah. stuff that gets poured down. In fact, it's where the Mazikin are. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the Avaya would agree with the Mazik's side of the argument. But well, Marbar Avashi, who's the one who taught it right. to Avaya, is the one who ultimately gets the Mazik to pay up. 
Well, I think Abaye coming and saying, like, I used to think that sitting under drain pipes was a bad idea because it's gross, but actually it's a bad idea because you could end up with thousands of dollars in legal fees. Fees feels like a pretty compelling reason but also, not to do that. Right, but also, yeah, that's true. But also it comes up a number of times that, and this is in other places that I hope we get to, that there are certain locations right. where you don't want to go because of a danger to your person. Right. And I think that might be also what Abaya is referencing here. Right. Well, and I think part of what in my, you know, sort of rationalist end of the argument is that it's, you know, the Abaya is responding to, um, you know, just like communal safety concerns, sure. right? Like, you know, staying out of those areas, and we haven't discussed so many of them, but um, staying out of those areas, like underneath drain pipes, is really a health issue. Like, it's not just gross. It's going to make you sick. Mm. And mm-hmm. then um, I, I imagine, you know, Jewish communities of the time are attributing that sickness to Shadim. And so mm. there's there's all those sort of correlational things. But I think you know, staying away from those areas just like is a it's a health concern, right? And um, and driving it home with this with this cool little story about a mazak who blows up a, a cask of wine is um, is I think a really cool way of getting at that. And you know, also nobody wants to go to court. Like yeah. it would have been nice <laughs> if they just settled. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thanks, Alan. That was super cool. All right, Alan, we got a couple listener questions in this week. Are you ready? Uh, bring it on. All right. I like the attitude. Okay. Tam Feldman, who tweets us at Tally Matt, which is fabulous, um, asked us, was listening to episodes eight and nine and have two questions. Question one, are extra souls we get for Shabbat a shade who's stayed for Shabbat? And that's why we need the spices to let them know it's time to go home. And question two, if shade gangs are groups of nine, is that why a minion is ten? And for um, a, a minion is a the the quorum required to be able to say certain prayers. And um, yes, and it's made up of ten people. Fabulous questions, my dear. Um, Alan, what do you want to tackle? Okay. Um, first of all, let me applaud at Tally Matt. <laughs> I don't get Twitter. Sorry. Is that, is that the right thing to say? Just keep talking. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Um, it is uh, for the tremendous creativity in these questions. These are great questions. Yeah. Smart cookie. Yeah. Um, it's not, I mean, it's just like I can see a story brewing in mm. this person's mind. And um, at the same time, I do feel obligated to disappoint on both counts, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, but we're not here to, you know. We're not here to entertain. We're here to inform <laughs> right. and educate. Yeah. Thank you. And enlighten the the <laughs> souls of our listeners. Yeah. Okay. So what's the answer? Right. So question number one: <laughs> Neshama Nisera is very much not a shade. It is a very holy thing, you know, specific to, uh, you know, um. Uh, it, it's it's an extra connection to Hashem that is specifically from the holiest, most godly parts. Um, okay, so backing up very quickly, a neshama yitera, an, an extra, extra soul. An extra soul. There's this idea that a a Jew on Shabbat is endowed with an additional soul for that 25-ish hour period. Mm-hmm. And then that 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 extra soul leaves at the end of Shabbat, which is a disappointing experience. <laughs> um, right. 
because once you've had once you've had you know that uh, that buy one get one, it's hard to go back to paying <laughs> full price. Yeah, sure. Um, um, but I think we did mention this in that uh, in that episode um, that the spices. One possible explanation for the spices at the Havdalah ceremony is um, the leaving of a soul, any soul, even if it's an extra one, right. has an effect on the physical body, the physical universe, and the mm-hmm. spices are used almost like smelling salts, I think you said, to revive the body. Right. That's one possible explanation. We okay. did mention the explanation about the shadim, um, and uh, um, right. this is not at that. Okay, great. So question one. No. Question two. <laughs> okay, if shade gangs are groups of nine, is that why a minion is ten? Um, again, I love the thought and the creativity <laughs> in this one. I think you're right about this one, Tamara. I think you're right. I, <laughs> well, okay. Um, I would say I've got no. your back. I would say no. I the, believe you. The minion being ten, there's a number of reasons for it. The mm-hmm. most, um, uh, I guess... Uh, forthright reason maybe is the word I'm looking for um, is uh, there's a story in the Torah that many of our listeners I'm sure are familiar with about Mm. 12 spies going into the land Mm. um, of Israel uh, and scoping things out coming back with a report on what's the deal with this place where this God is sending us right they're more like scouts than spies really they just it often gets translated as spies um, they, they there's in some sense they're spies though, but um, but they they uh, they're expected to all come back with a positive report of the land so that the Jews all get excited about inheriting this land that was promised to them, mm-hmm. and uh, instead only two came back with a positive report mm-hmm. and ten did not. Jeez, you guys! And from from that story combined with another part of the text in the Torah, we learn that a minion is 10 in, in some ways as a, as a, uh, um, tikkun. Uh, right. Making up for something that was right. an error, an error from, from the past. So a lot of Judaism is that right. <laughs> we have to make up for these places where we went wrong in either the recent or very distant past. Right. And we're still making up for that. I mean, we, yeah. right. So you get 10, like good people together to <laughs> dive in and to, to pray and to do their thing, and to you know, and there are kabbalistic reasons to to make up ten, for the other ten. Ten is a very ten is a very positive number mm-hmm. for all kinds of reasons, and it has nothing right. necessarily to do with shading. Well, it may be the other way around, though. I mean, ten being so positive, one less maybe has some words, influence over. Maybe maybe there's some reason that the um, that one less than ten is deemed that that ideal size for a uh, for a shade gang. Interesting. Um, what an imagination, Alan says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Creative thoughts. Okay. There. At Tally Matt, thank you for your excellent question. Folks, if you have more things that you would like to ask us and subsequently be disappointed in the answers, please feel free to tweet us at Throwing Shade and uh, <laughs> Alan will let you down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nice and hard. <laughs> nice and hard. Just throw all your hopes and dreams to the floor um, in a subsequent episode. Okay, shade throwers, we are coming up on the end of our time, but we uh, we can squeeze in an action item. What do you say, Alan? Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's do it. For those of our listeners who are hearing this podcast 
in more or less real time, we're coming up on Rosh Hashanah, and this is mm-hmm. currently the month of Elul. Mm-hmm. And in the month of Elul, it's traditional to do a lot of personal introspection on our deeds over the past year. Indeed. And uh, and what we can... Um, <laughs> I just got that. Okay, <laughs> okay. great. And Super smart pun on my part. <laughs> Very good, Miriam. <laughs> yeah. Patting myself on the back. Okay, go ahead. And we, and we can... Um, Think about those things, those areas of our lives in which we can improve. Mm-hmm. So I think a good action item for our episode would be to take a cue from Abaya, mm. who we introduced this episode with, somebody who knows when he was mistaken, right? acknowledges it, yeah, tries to find the correct way to do things, the correct answer, yeah, and incorporates it into his life in such a way that he's, he's actually teaching people the correct way. Hmm. Um, and I like that very much. So uh, do your Elul stuff. That's my action item. Do, yeah. do some real introspection. Think about what you're, what you're lacking, where, where you're lacking mm-hmm. in your service of God and in, in um, your uh, behavior towards his creatures and his world. Mm. And uh, think where you can improve and yeah, how to improve. And, Make and concrete, step, concrete steps to improve. That's what Elul is about. Indeed. And then write it down as a listicle and turn it into <laughs> viral content that will make you famous on the interwebs for a fleeting moment. And then your life will have meaning. I'm just kidding. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> also, when you do I'm, your introspection, I don't know what to say. <laughs> when you do your introspection, don't do it in a drain pipe. Okay. That's my advice. Yeah. OK, we're going to help everybody avoid legal fees. All right. All right. Thanks, Alan. That's a really good one. OK. All, all joking aside, it's a really it's a really helpful kind of um, reflection process that uh, means a lot this time of year. So, all right. Shade throwers, y'all are awesome. I, uh, it's been a pleasure to have you all with us. And um, we will see you again next time on another edition of Throwing Shade, Better Living Through Jewish Demonology. I'll catch y'all later. Bye.